I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday afternoon. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Just a little pop quiz for you today. What is the difference between equal opportunity and equal outcome? Well, there is a world of difference between the two. Our form of government, the wonderful form of government that our founding fathers left us, should provide equal opportunity. It does not, however, promise or guarantee equal outcome. Now, here's the reason for that. Different people have different ambitions. Different people have different abilities. Uh, Different people have different work ethics. Different people have different personalities because different people are, are you ready for this? Different. And so you give two people or three people, or four people, the same opportunity exactly, and the outcome is going to be different. There will be some who take that opportunity and excel with it. Um, There's a biblical principle there. Remember the uh, parable of the talents? Yeah, remember that? The parable of the talents where Jesus illustrated that not Everybody takes the same opportunity and uses it equally. Our representative form of government should provide equal opportunity. It hasn't always. And I suppose it doesn't always. But that's the goal. That is the desire to provide people of all economic strata, all races, all colors, equal opportunity. And then it is up to the individual what they do with that opportunity. 
The opposite of that, and it really is almost an opposite, is the promise of equal outcome. In other words, equity. Everybody's going to have the same outcome. Well, how are you going to do that when people are just different? And as I said, their talents, their abilities, their desire, their work ethic is completely different. Well, ultimately, socialism supposedly promises real equity. It never delivers. It always promises, but it never, ever, ever delivers. Take a look at any socialist government on planet Earth today, or any socialist government that has ever existed. They have all promised equal outcome, equity. They they never deliver. As we continue to move farther and farther to the left, socially and politically, you're no longer going to hear a lot about equality. Now, equality was what the civil rights movement was all about. And we all, we all should support, strive for equality, regardless of your race, That should be the goal for all of us. And although it has not always lived up to it, that is the promise of America. And fortunately, we have corrected many of our wrongs from the past. We have learned, and we at least at one time made enormous progress in the area of equality. But today, if you will notice, you hear almost nothing about equality. It's equity. We have now become consumed with D-E-I. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Those are buzzwords used by the far progressive liberal left. D-E-I. I. Almost every major corporation in America 20 years ago never heard of DEI. And now all of them have DEI departments. Universities 20 years ago never heard of DEI. Now they have millions and millions and millions of dollars being spent on DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Well, you can add to the mix... Columbus City Council. Here's a headline from today. Columbus City Council set to discuss pay equity proposal during public hearing. Now, again, the general population doesn't get this. But we here, hopefully, are LTDs. We listen, we think, we discern from a biblical point of view a biblical worldview. So much of the world says, wow, equity, isn't that great? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we had equal outcome for everybody? Well, I suppose it would be great. The only problem, it's impossible. It doesn't happen because people are different. 
Here's the story. As Women's History Month gets closer, Columbus City Council is making moves to level the paying field. Yeah, not playing field. Level the paying field across the city. Council members will hear public testimony at 530 Tuesday today at Columbus City Hall for new legislation being introduced surrounding pay equity and credit history. Council members say this would narrow the pay gap for everyone, especially women of color. Okay, now, I don't think women should be discriminated against in pay. Do you? I think they should be treated equally. But you can't have equity because it's not all going to be the same. I think people of color should be treated equally and have the same opportunity. We should not discriminate based on gender or race. Of course we shouldn't. But this pipe dream of equity will never happen. But it sounds good. And to those, I want to say this carefully, to those who do not think It sounds absolutely wonderful. Now, what is Columbus City Council going to do to bring about pay equity? Well, they're going to pass new legislation that would do primarily two things. Listen carefully. I'm reading from the story. It would ban Columbus employers from asking job candidates for previous salary history. Okay... So in other words, when you hire someone, you can't ask them what they made on their previous job. Okay. And secondly, you will not be able to check on credit history. You mean when you hire someone, you won't be able to check on their credit history, whether they actually paid their bills or not? Nope. Well, what else is in this legislation? That's it. That's it. So how is that going to provide pay equity for women of color? You can't ask about previous salary. You can't check their credit record. Um, I have no idea. I, I guess I'm just not smart enough to know how this is going to really help women of color. But that's what Columbus City Council is promising. And so you know that they have the best interest of um, women of color in mind. No, it's not, no, it's not about getting elected to the next uh, in the next election. Of course not. No, no, no. Folks, listen. When you hear the word equity, in most cases, run. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. 
Um, this is not going to be of as much interest to you as it is to me, but I, I, I think my comments may be applicable. I, I, I just have some observations. Um, about, about 30 minutes ago, I got news that uh, there was a major fire at the high school that I graduated from in uh, Compton, California. I uh, graduated from Dominguez High School in Compton, California, a long, long time ago. Noah was in the class just before me. Uh, Anyway, um, if you know anything about Compton, California, uh, it's not exactly upscale affluent. Never has been. Now, it's different today than it was back then. But even back then, a long time ago, it was very much a working class community. Very, very much a working class community. Uh, Before I lived there, we had some rich people. Uh, The Bushes, the, the, the elder Bush actually lived in Compton for a while. Uh, the uh, the uh, golf sisters, Serena and what's her name, uh, they lived in Compton for a while. Um, um, uh, a famous movie star. Uh, anyway, anyway, but for the most part, very, very blue-collar working-class community. And that was my family. Uh, my mother was a factory worker. She worked at an aircraft factory her entire adult life, ran a rivet gun for 41, 42 years. Assembly line worker for over 40 years. Uh, My dad was as well until he was in a serious car wreck, hurt his back pretty bad, and was disabled from, uh, I think that happened when I was in third grade. Uh, My dad never had a regular job after third grade for me. Um, He was disabled. Um, And the only reason I say that is, man, we we were not rich. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Now, with that said, and we lived probably in one of the poorer parts of, of Compton. We had a tiny little house in Compton. So Compton was a working class neighborhood to begin with, and we probably lived in the one of the poorer parts in a very small house. We lived basically on my mother's assembly line income, and that was it. That was my family. I said all that to say this. We didn't have breakfast and lunch provided at the school. It was unheard of. What do you mean you go down to the school to get your breakfast and you get lunch and maybe even dinner at school? That was that was unheard of. It just even in our very blue collar working class neighborhood, it just didn't happen. Now, why did I mention that? Well, I'm reading news articles out of California on this fire, and it was a major fire at a California high school. 
And uh, the cafeteria basically is a total loss. Uh, Most of the other buildings are not harmed because uh, in California, schools, most of them are different. They're a campus. They don't have multi-story. They're not enclosed. The hallways are all outside. And and there's a bunch of buildings. It's a campus-type setting. And the cafeteria... I haven't been there for years, but the cafeteria was way out separate from any of the other buildings. So uh, the cafeteria is a complete loss. And because of that, and almost an emergency declaration has been declared in the area for kids who are completely dependent upon the school for their meals. And uh, there's, I, I'm reading all this story about the different places where kids can go to get meals at this, at Clinton Elementary School, which I've never heard of, and other elementary schools and other schools and so on and so on and so forth. And I thought, what an illustration of what has happened. We, I mean, we were... I don't. I never knew that I was poor, uh, but y- you you fended for yourself. You didn't depend upon the government like we do today.